welcome to the American podcast where diversity is our culture. Wow, look, I'm getting that down now because I always forget. But today we have a special guest. His name is Mark Woods. Hey. Mark, go ahead and introduce yourself. What's up? I'm Mark Woods. I'm a macro photographer. Um, I shoot for brands like Cookies, Outco, uh, they're cannabis companies. Um, I primarily shoot um, trichomes, so those are the little mushrooms that grow over weed, uh, get you high, grow other cannabinoids, things like that. Uh, so yeah. Oh, that's what trichome. That's what, that's how you pronounce it. Because I was looking at your Instagram and I was like, "What's what's trichomes?" <laughs> <laughs> it's trichomes, it, guys. I believe it's Greek. <laughs> it's Greek. Yeah, it's, <laughs> no, but um, but yeah, it's it's been really fascinating. I pretty much just started out. Um, a year and a half ago and was just kind of trying to decide if I wanted to go to college or do you know something else but uh yeah just bought a camera cheap little camera started shooting some weed that I was growing at the moment um got up real close to it and I realized that I couldn't get very close at all and then ended up getting some uh new equipment so basically it's just been investing 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 into uh, really expensive equipment Right. Yeah. So. Well, you know, camera equipment is not cheap. Jesus. Yeah. Jesus, no, it is not. For look for you know, I know you said you didn't want to get techie, but we're looking at your Instagram. Yeah, I know how expensive that is right there. Yeah. Just by looking at it. Yeah, just to you know, basically go over the you know basics of the process. I guess you could say is um, you have to have a lens that can get that close up, which you know the lens that I use. Um, basically you're working with an inch of your, um, your subject. Mm -hmm. So, um, when it's at that high magnification, you also need like strobe flashes, things like that. Um, just some, you know, something powerful enough and good enough to give you good quality at the end. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, you know, when you start out, you think it's going to be, you think it's just taking a picture or two, but um, but yeah, it's actually like now I'm actually taking hundreds of pictures, um, from point A to point B from further away to closer to the subject, mm-hmm. um, because my focal lengths are so low. Um, so yeah, basically my depth of depth of field is really, really shallow with working with those really high magnifications. So, um, so basically I have to have a robot now, um, take steps and every step that it takes about two, 300 steps. Um, basically it takes a picture, moves on, takes a picture. And then later on I go into a software, um, edit those hundreds of photos, you know, for, for one finished image, it's going to be, you know, a stack of typically two to 400 photos. Two to 400 photos? Yeah. Two to 400. Yeah. So it's at, um, you know, and I use a 50.4 megapixel camera. So it's like the file sizes are huge Mm -hmm. working with all that, um, so yeah, that, that's been another part of the struggle is like, um, you know, a lot of companies when, when you hire a photographer, it's like, you know, when you take one shot of somebody's face, you go and you edit that, you know, but this is like, you know, you have to take a couple hundred perfect shots and then go home, you know, you know go to your studio and then um, figure out if you got everything dialed in while you were shooting. Right. Um, so yeah, a lot of variables. Yeah, which is. You know, I've I've seen some of my photo on my but um <clears throat> my photographer friends and I look at some of their files and I'm just like, no, 
that's not, it's, that's it's not ridiculous. Yeah, I started out on the, just a shitty little MacBook, you know, uh, gutted it out and made it as fast as I could. But, you know, it turned out to be a real piece of shit really quick when using these, um, you know, really gnarly uh, softwares and stuff like that. So, Well, it's a file size, too, because I'm, I'm pretty sure you're shooting raw, right? So, yeah. yeah. So it's like, you know, you're dealing with humongous file size. At 200, you pull it up and it's like. Yeah. So, yeah, I pretty much have to put a lot of mo- more money than I'd like to into storage <laughs> space as well because, you know, a whole project um, filled with those photos as well, you know, the software makes it even larger. So, yeah, a little bit of a hassle. I'd, I'd say it's kind of one of more one of the more um, taxing styles of photography out there, definitely. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I mean, looking at it, it's already, I mean, I can, I can appreciate the, the art in it. Right. Yeah. So... As, as you started, you know, as, as soon as you got the better equipment, now you're taking better pictures. How did you go about approaching companies to, to take pictures of their products? Uh, that was the tough part, kind of, um, because when I would approach a company, you know, that the first thing you're thinking of um, is, you know, Jesus, what do, I, what do I ask them for money? I've been working a nine to five job, you know, since I was 15. And this is like the first time kind of branching out and saying like, hey, I... I need more money. Yeah. Um, but, you know, at the same time, being very gracious in, in lowering what I, th- in lowering my standards and giving them a pretty, pretty low price. Um, so, yeah, I, in the beginning, I hit up tons of companies, tons of companies, you know, just liked all their stuff. Every single photo on their page, followed them, shot them a message. Hey, if you ever need, you know, shots taken, blah, blah. Um, and then they'd be like, yeah, absolutely. Like, let's get you up here, blah, blah. Uh, how much do you charge? And I'd be like, you know, 50 bucks for a finished image. And they'd be like, uh, that's a little bit, little bit steep. And I'm like, C- come on, man. I, 50, 50 bucks is not steep. That, that is what I'm saying. <laughs> they, they want me to go to, uh, you know, like San Bernardino and Palm Desert as well. You know, I'm sure they're right. not even going to pay for gas too. You know, it's, so um, I guess the professionalism in the cannabis world is still kind of, um, at its beginning. Well, cause a lot of it's still like underground, right? It's still rootsy where yeah. you're still kind of like, I want to start a business, but it's still kind of like in my garage. Mm-hmm. Well, thing. the other thing is too, um, the large companies that do have licensing, um, that, you know, they're, they're not run by humble dudes, you know, like you're right, but it's, it's more of dudes that have millions of dollars, um, they figured out connections in the city, the city council, and how to you know, get them at the top of the list to get licensing, that mm-hmm. type of thing. Um, so then they go and spend millions of dollars getting the facilities set up, um, you know, paying their employees, buying all the, the gnarly equipment that it takes to, to grow a large-scale weed operation, and then they get somebody behind it. Um, a lot of the time that doesn't know exactly what they're doing. They just say they're a quote unquote master grower mm-hmm. or, you know, there, there's just these terms that people just kind of scoff and laugh at nowadays because it's like, you know, proofs in the pudding. Um, but yeah, they, they go and spend these millions of dollars. And then when I come, you know, rattling my, my little uh, tin <laughs> cup back in the day, um, you know, they were pretty quick to just look at me sideways. And so um, I would kind of go a little bit further explain the process to them. It's like, you know, I'm not just going to come in, uh, close my eyes and wave a camera in the air and hope it hits something. You know, it's like I have a really calculated process. I've spent thousands of dollars on equipment. 
um, you know, I'm in, you know, I'm doing something crazy here. Notice me type deal. Uh-huh. Um, so then, you know, that kind of got old quick and, um, there aren't any, there aren't any San Diego brands. There are no San Diego licenses, uh, that are growing right now. So in San Diego, there's not one person that I can shoot for who has um, got a legal licensed cannabis um, grow up. Um, that, and that's just because San Diego is really, really strict with licensing. They want mm-hmm. to control everything. Um, and they're making it really hard for people to be able to grow here. Um, so, you know, so I have to basically aim for L.A., um, but at the same time work, uh, work a nine-to-five down here because... You know, if I went full-time photography, it'd be a different thing. Um, you know, just striving, trying my very best. You know, hopefully I don't fail type deal and pay the bills. But I'm just kind of more of a uh, play things safe. If somebody offers me a good deal and recognizes, you know, um, what I have to offer, then, you know, I'll give that up. So that's kind of, uh, that's when Cookies, um, which is uh, one of the largest brands, uh, cannabis brands in, in the world, I'll say, um, DJ Burner's company, basically. So he's, you know, he's behind it with, you know, he's a rapper uh, up in the Bay Area. Um, so, yeah, basically his company hit me up just, um, you know, probably like six, seven months ago. And it's just like, hey, we want you to come up here and shoot. Let's just see what you can do. Um, so went up there with all my gear. They and, flew you up there? Uh, no, I just because I, I'd be down. They said they can too, but yeah. uh, but I have all this gear, and uh, you know back then I, I didn't have Pelican cases and all that, yeah. so it was just like kind of schlepping it in my car, and uh, you know just drove up there, gave it my best, um, and they really liked it. You know they saw the value in what I was doing, so they you know more shoots uh, started coming. Um, so you still fly out there regularly nowadays? I drive. I drive. Yeah, yeah. I drive it. Um, which is rough, you know, because like with my nine to five schedule, that's a set schedule. Yeah. Um, and then with with cannabis grows, it's like uh, I shoot at harvest. I don't shoot the plant while it's growing. I don't shoot the dry mm-hmm. plant. It's like the day that the whole place is humming and all the operation is going down and they're chopping down, you know, just like a ton of weed, literally. Um, basically, I go in there, grab a nice looking branch, take it to my little lair dark room with all of my um with all of my equipment and just kind of go at it um but yeah i mean it takes a long time like Mm -hmm. you know my shoots typically if they're looking for like five or six different uh, strains to shoot um you know it'll take like six to eight hours for for a shoot to go down yeah just because you know my my little robot and camera have to sit there and do their thing while i you know put in all the settings and uh watch it do its thing now for me i don't i don't smoke and i like i'm not really too familiar with that that world that culture mm-hmm. now for anybody else what they exactly did they use the photos for i mean is it for the flyers is it for the, the website i mean is it for instagram like this is what we have to offer so um a lot of cannabis companies what they're doing is they're going to stock websites and it's you know they're going to make a flyer or something like that. It's like, let's just get a generic um, pot leaf, yeah. you know, little pot leaf picture. Everybody notices that, you know, everyone thinks it's cool and, you know, it's part of the whole cannabis brand. Um, but for, for me, it's basically like I'm offering you, 
I, like I'm showing your genetics up close for one. So it's really good for whoever bred um, the strain of cannabis. Um, two, I, I'm basically giving you a really, really high def image of just a nug. And that nug, because the megapixels are so high and the quality is so high, you can, you know, you can crop and zoom the bejesus out of it and you can turn one picture into, um, you know, 10, 20 different looking pictures just by taking the image and messing with it. Um, so yeah, basically I just sell them the photo file and uh, they could use it for anything, you know, yeah. again with the uh, megapixel of the camera being so high, they can put it on a billboard, um, do really, really large prints. Okay, so it's basically more or less for the in, the actual enthusiast, right? Not the recreational guy, like the guy that will actually go, man, look at that nug. Let me look at the, the quality of that from the photo. And that actually gives them a little bit more, I mean, gives them a leg up in the business as opposed to just using a stock image that sometimes there's only so many stock images that you can use. You're using the same thing over and over again. Yeah, yeah, you're hitting the nail on the head there. It's, um, you know, that... A lot of people I've seen have gotten their brand big on Instagram. So what that does, you know, Instagram is literally just a tool for uh, people to reach out for, you know, to peers um, and to advertise their products and, th you know, basically along that line. So if they have a brand new strain of cannabis that's going to be coming out um, next week, you know, once it's all done drying and curing and everything like mm -hmm. that, Boom, post a nice high-res picture of it on your Instagram. Um, and then, you know, when a week comes, you see a line of people down the block waiting to buy that strain. Um, so, yeah, builds big interest in the in the clientele for them. Okay. Now, um, you know, as, as we thought that, I mean, as we talked about earlier, you know, that it's not necessarily corporate right the the business have you run into any type of like shady deals or like really like sketchy individuals um i mean i always keep my wits about me because the cannabis business I've, I've been in the industry for almost 10 years now and uh yeah there's a lot of people that tell you one thing and you find out a little bit later it's uh, that that wasn't the case but um in terms of my professional career with macro photography no i i haven't uh, really run into anybody who's trying to swindle me or anything like that um at the beginning there there is one cannabis company in san diego um that is allowed to grow because they're just on the out you know their dispensary is called outliers companies called outco um and they're in el cajon so they can grow so when I first started getting my equipment together, I know some of the managers of that grow. So I was able to go in there and, um, you know, kind of hone my skills a little bit. And um, so, yeah, basically it's it's been a while since I've shot for them, but I did a lot of free shoots um, mm -hmm. to kind of promote myself. That's, you know, just because it's, uh, you know, I didn't feel like a professional yet back a year ago when this was happening um, and just wanted to kind of give them everything that they needed. But kind of cut that off after a while just because it's like, you know, you can only wake up at 530 in the morning to go do free shoots so right. many times before you got to go to work, you know. So, but yeah. Now, are you, do you yourself still grow or? I don't grow anymore. Um, it's just a lot of work. It's, you know, it's like taking care of a baby for sure. Um, the expense of it is super gnarly. You know, you're burning your power bill and, 
you know, just a lot of different factors that go into it that I'm just like, eh, you know, photography is already enough of a big thing on the plate. So now can your, can your house actually power that much, that much, that much lighting? Yeah. Yeah. You can make a little single grow tent if you just want to do a little, little hobby grow or something like that. Just, uh, you know, grow an ounce or two or whatever in front of your very eyes. Oh, that's relatively small an ounce or two. Yeah. Nothing, nothing too big. Cause I know yeah. I was watching, like, I think I was watching like cops or whatever. And they had like the the helicopter was like flying around the neighborhood. Right. They had like the infrared or the yeah the the, inf, uh, the what do you call this the night vision on. Yeah, yeah. They're like, yeah, you could always tell the grow house because it glows. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They you know typically a lot of those houses will be like stealing power and shit like yeah. that. So yeah, there's a there's a right and a wrong way to do it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean like when I go to uh, like cookies, cookies has a couple of dispensaries up in L.A. Um, so I'll go to like their they have one on Maywood. And, um, yeah, that, that location is just insane. Like you walk in and you just get smacked in the face with like 10 different smelling kinds of weed. Um, and then once you go into the back where, you know, only staff is allowed, you go into the grows and it is just like, like I said, it is a literal metric ton of weed growing right before your very eyes. Uh, yeah. So and you, you don't get high off of that stuff. Uh, not from breathing it. No, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm yeah, just you, you gotta you know, light hey, it up. You gotta light it up. You yeah. know, like, you know, you don't, you don't step out of your, of that, of that little office you have in the back smell like weed and you're working uh, oh, like I, driving. I like, smell like a fat nug when I leave. <laughs> that's actually my favorite part is like, yeah, I go in there and, uh, that's, that's the cool part is all these different strains of weed. Um, each one has its own different smell and, uh, flavor profile. So when I, you know, I'm shooting one nug. I'll just sit there and while I'm shooting, I'm like, Jesus Christ, this smells really good. You know, like it smells like an orange or, you know, it smells like an apricot. Uh, you know, so there, there's just, you know, there's a lot that, that I love about macro photography and shooting for companies like that. Um, just kind of trying to step into the next phase of trying mm -hmm. to, you know, leave that nine to five, the comfort zone kind of do what's better for uh for the career and all that so that's yeah. pro probably next step coming here well how, how long do you think it's gonna take oh god it's uh however long it takes me to uh convince myself <laughs> just be, you know it's um because you know I, I mean at the end of the day you can have so much equipment you know it's like not you know the know. The, re the return of that investment is slowly starting to well the cool thing is um i've i've got my roi you know, so like that, that was the main thing um, when I started this up that my family and friends were trying to tell me. It's like, you know, so you've got this great idea, um, you know, that you love doing it and this and that, but how are you going to monetize it? And are you sure that you can? Mm -hmm. And I just don't, it's, you know, it's going to be easy. I'll just create the best photos ever made of weed and then, you know, just sell them like fucking hotcakes. But, you know, quickly realize it's like, no, you gotta, you gotta create a name for yourself. Right. You gotta get out there. You gotta kind of prove yourself first. So yeah, that's what I, you know, kind of meandered onto Outco over there in El Cajon. And then, you know, like I said, just started practicing my skills, but, um, but yeah, I've, I've got some other little hobbies that I'm doing right now as well. Keeping myself entertained. Also, also it's, um, like we talked about, exp uh, equipment is super expensive. Yeah. And right now I'm just trying to lay, Low key, save my money, you know, go on the date night a week with the girl, keep her happy. And, yeah. You know, just lay low until I'm like, all right, I want to buy this setup and this is going to take me to the next step. But, yeah. But the other thing is, too, that this is my love. You know, I've um, 
before a year and a half ago when I picked up the camera and started doing this, I, I really did not have anything else that I was super, super interested in both uh, that and had talent in. Um, Cause when I picked up the camera, everybody around me was my biggest motivator. Cause I, w- I would have put it down long ago if uh, there weren't people around me saying, dude, you've got a, you've got an eye for it. You've, you know, there's a difference between buying a bunch of shit um, and then just shooting shitty pictures and getting in and out. Um, there's a big difference between that and actually putting your, your love and time and dedication into it. Um, and, you know, it's a process that takes a really long time. It's uh, it's a taxing process to really get that perfect image at the end. But that's like, you know, it's like crack. I'll smoke that shit all day long, <laughs> you know, like uh, right. once you get that that perfection that you've been striving for, especially when it's, you know, your whole life, it's like, God, Jesus, what am I going to do? That's, you know, like I mentioned, I was about to go to college, get the student loans and all that right. shit. But I looked at my friends and their, you know, fucking desk jobs. And right at that moment, you know, when I see them coming home and all they talk about is work for five hours after getting off, it's like, dude, fuck this. I'm going to figure out something else to do. This is is not my cup of tea. So, so yeah, having it be something that I love to do is something that I want to preserve. And that's also the reason why I've turned down a lot of companies. They'll, um, They'll ask what I'm doing if I, you know, have time in my schedule. But at the same time, it's like, eh, I've got cookies right now. Um, cookies is, you know, huge brand. I'd rather just work with that one brand till they're sick of me, and then, right. you know, just and still have a lot it. of your sp- uh, spare time for other things. Right, you know, and the I work with my girlfriend down here. I work at a recreational dispensary, a green alternative, two three three five roll dry. I guess I'll. I'll, I'll I'll plug them. I guess I'll <laughs> there you plug go, my work. Yeah, you know, like I've, I've sounded miserable about nine to five yeah. this whole time. But yeah, yeah, come on down to see me buy some yeah. weed. It's licensed and tested. No pesticides, preservatives, and molds and all that shit. It's all, uh, you know, no trap shop here. Come buy some weed. Right me. there, you go. Now, um, are you taking are you are you taking photos of any other things other than than the weed? As um, far as macro. Yeah, actually, uh, I've shot some mushrooms here and there. Um, yeah, magic mushrooms, even though, you know, like I can't have my own because it's very illegal to grow them here. <laughs> um, I find those fascinating. Pre- pretty much anything organic. I've done, you know, I've, I've captured a house fly and knocked the shit out of it and then, you know, took pictures of that. Eyes. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a fucking trip. Yeah. You know, and all seeing all the different little lenses it uses. But, but, um, yeah, mostly weed. Like I have two styles that I shoot pretty much. It's uh, like I'll do a portrait style shot of the entire branch, um, and then also do I'll, you know, I'll do a headshot for them, and then I'll put another lens on that allows me to go microscopic mm-hmm. um, to where you're pretty much just seeing only the trichomes on there, the you know little mushrooms, and uh, that's the part that people seem most fascinated with. That that was because I when I was when when Nelson pulled it up, he's like, "Oh, this is his Instagram." And I was like, "What the like, fuck is that?" I'm like, it actually looks like that. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like oh, all, I, all, I, all I know is, you know, whatever somebody hands me, and it's like, like this dried up piece of like, no. You know, this, yeah, it this smells is like, like skunk, gets you high, yeah, this, that's it. This is, this is how it actually looks. That's kind of interesting. It's like algae. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's fascinating. Most people, um, when they see it, they'll, you know, they'll be like, what is that, coral? Like, is that underwater or something? I'm like, no, that's, right. that's fucking good old marijuana for you right there. And, 
It's funny because like uh, a large number of my friends will be like, dude, I show my mom your your posts and she follows you now and she like fucking loves what you do. And I'm like, right. Really, your mom? Does like your mom, mom know what it is? <laughs> I guess she does. Like she, you know, we're we're old enough now. You know, kid, kid dudes that I grew up with. Yeah, uh, you know, um, you know, whose mom didn't want a smoking pot. Now the days, now she looks at it and it's like, oh shit, that's like he's that's making money from it. Yeah, you know, you know, parents always change their mind when you can make money out of it. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, um, that's the one cool thing is my parents were pretty supportive of it too. Um, I mean, my dad was a cop in San Diego for 20 years, so you to expect him to be proud of me for this type of thing is like, you know, I didn't mention it for a while, but, you know, yeah. first and foremost, he was like, dude, just glad you found something that you love to do. Yeah. Um, and it's not illegal. Yeah, nope. Not yeah. anymore. Oh, you, know, you know, we like, made it. Even, even if it was, like, as long as you're not physically, you don't physically have it or oh, smoking yeah. it in front of you. Yeah. If you're taking a photo, that's not technically. Yeah. Instagram still shits on me, though. Um I mean, any time that I post a story, usually it'll get taken down, um, like before it even goes up. Really? Yeah, they have uh, algorithms now designed to see what trichomes are. Oh, okay. Yeah. So what if you what if you actually don't use the hashtag or mention it? Does um, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah, its algorithm will literally figure out uh, the shape of weed and that type of shit. Like, yeah, I've I've done it on a. Um, I did like a test post one time um, just to see what would happen, which is nothing on it. And yeah, it was, you know, really? It, yeah, I made it like two, that one made it like two minutes before they removed it. Um, and when I look at the review thing, it basically just says like, we removed your content because uh, we don't allow the sale of narcotics on our website. Wow. Like, Motherfucker, I'm not selling anything. I'm, you know, I'm literally taking a picture of a, right. a plant that you can't even. Nobody can make that out. Right. And, but, you know, what's funny is, like, you know, I have, again, I have a lot of um, photographer friends, and mm. they, they post, like, models that are barely dressed. <laughs> I mean, I'll, God I'll, bless I'll, you. God yeah, bless you, by the way, people. Yeah, I, I love you guys. Don't, don't stop doing it. But <laughs> no, I'm nobody saying, asked you to stop. Huh? <laughs> but it, 20 but, minutes to but stop it's like, that. Here's this pasty, and it's just like, it's, it's like story after story after story. And I'm like, and that, they actually want to just, I get, I get guys in my fucking DMs asking me how much Xanax I want to buy all the time and shit. You know, like if, if you kind of follow the, the cannabis industry on Instagram, it'll quickly lead you to the narcotic industry where it's like oh. there are dudes on there who have had a page for like a year and they've got fucking cocaine and all kinds of shit on there. I'm like, dude, I'm picture, I'm taking pictures. I'm not selling anything. Right. And you know, I'm not taking pictures of hair on or nothing you know like it's it's weed but um yeah there's still that stigma you got to get around too so that's another big thing i'm doing right now too is just kind of hurrying up and waiting for the industry to kind of grow up um because you know it's it's corporate right now but i think they're going to realize quickly that their profits are going to go down if they can't kind of uh, get in touch with a customer mm-hmm. um because you know like i said these these companies have these dudes who have been really successful in other businesses, but that's not the cannabis business. You know, you're dealing with a bunch of potheads who are not easily entertained by your regular advertising antics and things like that. And you gotta you gotta make them say, ooh, you know, like that's fucking cool. I want to buy from that company because you know they have cool pictures or whatever. So mm-hmm. you know, when I got started in all of this, that's kind of where I aimed at. Where I was like, you know, I'm. 
sink or swim, I'm going to have the equipment. I'm investing in myself. I'm not spending, you know, forty, fifty thousand dollars launch myself into debt for the next thirty years. Like I'm paid off. I'm good to go. Yeah. Um, you know, now when like I said, when companies hit me up, it's like I have the choice of whether I want to, you know, inevitably leave San Diego uh, to go shoot for them. Like, a, you know, I've thought about moving up to L.A. so I could be closer to the brands up there, but. LA, you know, I'm from LA. I love it. I mean, I, I love the culture, everything up there. Um, fucking scared of driving. Yeah, well, it's a lot easier. Jesus than, Christ. It's a lot easier than driving here. <laughs> you think? No, I, I, I it, it's less frustrating because, look, if, if you live in Del Mar <laughs> yeah. and you wanted to get out of Escondido, how long does it take? Oh, you? you're looking about an hour, hour and a yeah, half. Yeah, because you're taking a huge <laughs> U turn, right? Yeah. I mean, in, in, in L.A., if you wanted to go from Long Beach to Pasadena, there's a freeway that takes you from Long Beach directly to Pasadena. You don't have to take I'm going to dispute that. I'm going to dispute that. I I've had to go rent a lens up from a shop in L.A. that was, I want to say, 15 miles away from mm-hmm. the destination where I had to shoot at. Called them up. I was like, "Yeah, I'll be there in like twenty minutes. No, I'm you pretty won't. close. Yeah, an hour. Yeah, they were like, uh, where are you?' And I'm like, you know, send them my location. They're like, yeah, we'll see you in like an hour. Yeah. yeah, but I'm I'm not talking about times necessarily. It's like, you know, when I'm in a new place, I'm pretty, you know, like aware and like kind of bad shit scared and just you know just kind of soaking in the environment. And uh, yeah, I mean, dudes down there are used to driving down there. And I'd see people yeah. on like a 40 mile an hour zone go fucking 70 yeah, well, past me. Jesus Christ, slow down. Well, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes it's like, you know, again, it it's, I know the side streets. So I'll get on the freeway, hop onto okay. the side street, hop on another freeway, hop. <laughs> and, and it's so much, it's so much easier. But I mean, Meanwhile, like, I'm sitting on Slauson's for like fucking 30 minutes. <laughs> what, what are you doing on Slauson? Dude, uh, Maywood is, uh, I know, I know. That's like the primary location where I shoot. So I usually go, uh, you know, Maywood and then go down Slauson, uh, on, it's gonna be the one ten. It's gonna be the the ten or the one ten. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. there's. Remember, there was one light I sat at for like I swear to God, twenty minutes because yeah. I let one car go yeah. turn red again. I'm like, dude, this fucking place. Here's the, here's one thing to remember in L. A. It's two to the five to the sixty. What? Yeah, it's because it, it's all in the line. So if you're ever like in in the Pasadena Glendale area or La Crescenta, you take the two to the five to the sixty, and it takes you out of L. A. Five to the sixty. Yeah, two, two to the five to the sixty, and then it, it, you shoot east, east, east off the sixty. Then you're getting away from LA. Then you could take like the seven ten south. Yeah, oh, yeah. I that, just, just kind of smoked weed till it didn't hurt anymore. <laughs> yeah, the whole smoking and driving thing. That's that's kind of what I adapted for that situation. Yeah, because I used to live around that area too, like um, off of Washington, South Harvard, okay. Cren- Crenshaw. Nice. So I'm I'm familiar I'm familiar with like okay. If I, if I have to go north, I'll just take a right on Pico, head north on Pico, right. you know, or or west or east. I can't so, yeah, that, that's San Diego for me, you yeah. know, and it's like it's it's really tough to uproot from San Diego, even though it's like, oh, Jesus, you know, I've, I've got a one bedroom apartment in Chula Vista in the dead ass of it all, you know, and that's costing like what sixteen hundred dollars yeah, now. You, you know, I used to live in Mira Mesa, right? Yeah. And I was paying like eighteen hundred for a two bedroom apartment. And I and I thought I was gonna move to Chula Vista. And I moved all the way by the nine oh five. 
and it's still the same price. Yeah. I'm yeah, like, San Isidro. I'm, I'm, like, what the, I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, I'm next to Mexico. Can I get Mexican prices? Yeah, it's, it's the butthole of uh, of America, and you're still paying, you know, fucking the Ritz prices. I don't understand. I might as well, li- I almost well move back up here in Mira oh, Mesa. Oh, God, yeah. I, oh, I'd almost be down too, but I work. My work is at uh, literally the last exit before the border. Oh. Yeah, like uh, Semper Viva down there. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, any drive there, I'm I'm lucky enough to find a place in Chula Vista, you know, where I can drive close enough to that. Yeah. But uh, well, I live right off the 905, so okay. basically that next exit, I forget the name of that exit, and the the one right after that would be Las Americas. Right. So that's, um. I'm in Mexico. I wake, yeah. I wake up so every. You know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, I wake up every morning and I'm like, <laughs> "Buenos dias." <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm looking. You out. smell the tires burning coming <laughs> oh, over. Man. I'm like, <laughs> no, like, you could, I could literally look out my window. I mean, on my patio, smoke my cigarette, and I'll see, like, the border, and yeah. then that little mountain, and then you know, if I look close enough, you'll see that huge Mexican flag. Yeah, it's it's fucking crazy how. Uh, I mean, if I threw hard enough, I may may be able to make it to the border. I work. No, you probably could. Yeah, like I, so I had th- there's these uh, little stray dogs that have been coming by our work. We've been feeding them. They're like our little family now. Um, Do they speak Spanish? Oh God, you know, <laughs> I haven't tried talking to them. I, I don't speak Spanish either. So I, only one way to find out, gotta have one of the locals help. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I was like, we're, we're trying to get them captured and helped and all that shit. Uh, you know, get them homed. Um, Cause one of them got injured that we saw. His legs mm-hmm. all fucked up. So I, I fucking chase them like a crazy person down. Like, I chased them a mile. These dogs were fast as shit. I had an asthma attack. Insane. I don't know why I went on foot, but I, I chased them all the way to this fence, and there's a little hole in the fence where they, you know, scree, you know, went under there. And uh, so I tried to like, try to see where they were going, and literally I was looking at uh, at the border wall, at, the, at yeah. the fucking new wall that they put up, and I was like, God damn, it really is just right there. Well, I mean, it is because, you know, like, even if you are thinking, okay, I live by the 905, and I, and I just go to, to, like, I go a little west and I hit the beach, mm-hmm. and I make a little right, I mean, I make a little left, and next thing you know, I'm at the border wall. That, that Whatever that <laughs> park is, that friendship park is, Yeah, I'm like, wow, I'm, like, really that close to the border You been wall. to IB much? No, not really. I have, I've never been to IB. No, I've, I've been to IB for, like, photo shoots, uh-huh. like, but that's, that's about it. Um, it's... Cause the thing with IB, it's like it's really just you know my favorite spot in IB is the pier and the liquor store across the street from that pier. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's probably the only thing that they got your shit there. Or what? Well, that's like the only thing entertaining. Okay. I mean, other than that, it's like okay, you have little restaurants, but if I really wanted to, I'd probably go PB for that. Yeah, take a swim in the filthy water, uh, the Nariel know. Beach, baby. I know, you know. <laughs> I, I might come out like Spider Man or something. <laughs> I might pop positive on something. Yeah, something will come out green, that's for sure, like the Hulk. But uh, Oh, man, it's nasty. You ain't going to get strong. <laughs> no, so back to you, because I know Nelson's giving me the five-minute warning. All right. Um, are you kind of like just like word of mouth if somebody were to look for you as far as, um, you know, getting your services? Is it just like word, word, word for mouth? I mean, word mouth. Word of word of I can't talk today. You word of this. mouth. You got this. I got this. Like <laughs> word of mouth, or is it just like hit you up on you know Instagram? Yeah, something? I got a I got an IG. It's lifted macro, all one word. Um, yeah, I mean if you want to shoot me an inbox, you know a DM there, that's totally cool. Uh, I don't check it that much, honestly. I, I used to be glued to that shit, but 
nowadays it's just like you know just kind of living the good life waiting for uh waiting for good bites to come so yeah lifting well sometimes you don't Instagram. even see it because it's like that little stupid request thing at the very top right because uh-huh. like, if you don't know the person it's yeah, like, yeah. You, have, you have 17 requests it sucks. Like, oh. i know i really need to link people to my email because like uh yeah I'll, I'll go on my request and i'll be like hey this person's looking for photos like five days ago i'm like yeah. oh shit well yeah. see if they'll respond now yeah just don't send him dick pics <laughs> <laughs> please if you send me a dick to a bit a dick pic i will kill your family yeah, he, swear to God. he likes micro photography, but not that. <laughs> I will turn into a murder photography real quick. I wonder, I wonder if that's big money, dude. I mean, like, like, like the, for all they the don't, shocking they, they, horrors you got to like, endure, they don't have to know it's yours, <laughs> right? So you upload it to like Pornhub, like just great, like like take a photo of it and then like really macro it out, and then, and then male, male and female. And then you you're zooming in and and you all you do I'll is make you, posters for for your wall at home. No 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 no. <laughs> what you do is you create just like um cinematography type of type of um films, then upload it to Pornhub. Then you can make money off the Pornhub community site. You know what? I think I know what I'm doing when I get home. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know that's the only time mine will look big enough is through micro lens. <laughs> Uh, everybody, just so you know, I'm offering a brand new service. It's the macro penis. Okay? Yes. Yeah. But, uh, if you want to get your wife something nice for Valentine's Day or just kind of spruce up your self-esteem, I got you, boy. Yeah. But, you know, I, I'm i a Sony guy and every piece of lens that I have costs more than the camera. Dude. <laughs> Which sucks. So my, micro photography with my Sony is not going to happen anytime soon. Hey, then yeah, then you got to buy the robots and the strobes and, yeah. you know, all the accoutrements to go with it. And before you know, you're fucking broke. So. Yeah. So just check out this dude. Appreciate on your inst- On the Instagram. Well, thanks again for showing up. Dude. Um, Hopefully, I can, we can take a look at this. So if anybody were to look at the um, the Instagram, it's again, what is it? It's Lifted Macro. I can't see today. I have one contact on Lifted Macro. If you guys are interested in checking them out, the link will be in the description box below. Hit him up on this in, on the Instagram. DM him if you need any services, but he will probably won't check it. So don't be offended if he <laughs> don't be offended if he gets back to you a week later. Try, try anyway. But try please. anyway. So <laughs> here's here's what it is. If you're a brand new business, be prepared. Ask early and often. Right. <laughs> definitely grind hard grind hard just it's it's a marathon not a race do your thing don't get too upset <laughs> right all right mark well thanks a lot for showing up and Appreciate again this you. is the american podcast where diversity is our culture Ooh, i even said that right again <laughs> <laughs> all right.